everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Funny Business Podcast. Let's hope we can all catch a vibe on this episode. Not quite sure what Mike is doing with his hands. Uh, maybe he's had too much trip to fan. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, it is, yes, Mike, this episode will come out after thanks. No. Yes, it is. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, listen. Week. Listen, yes. I'm listening. But by the time the next podcast comes out, Thanksgiving will be over. So happy thing. Let me be the first. Let me be the first person to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I hope you, if you're listening to this, I hope you're planning a lot of side dishes. Uh, I hope you eat your turkey. I'm tired of the disrespect that turkey's getting. Uh, people just act like turkey sucks. And you know what? I hate the turkey slander. Dude, I've been having a turkey sandwich since I can recall. I, I don't even I don't even know how long I've been having a turkey sandwich for lunch for most of my life. Uh, I don't know what these people got against turkey, um, but y'all can try slices of chicken meat and see how you like that. Nobody likes yeah. chicken meat. That's right. disgusting. I mean, nothing's better than hot turkey and gravy. On Thanksgiving, I- there's nothing better. I wanted I wanted to tell you when I was moving my hands up, um, I was I was imitating what SpongeBob did when he was trying to get his driver's license, mm. and it was uh, you know Mrs. Puff was like, oh, you got uh, oh how many how many points do I need to to do it six, and six. how many do I need to pass six? He goes ooh, <laughs> and his hands are up hundred six hundred to pass. You got six. <laughs> it's tough. What, what a way very, to start very, off. very tough. What a way to start off the episode, Matt. But um, yeah, so I guess Thanksgiving is happening. So enjoy it mm-hmm. when it's coming, mm-hmm. um, because we got another stuffed, filled episode the following week for Black Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. So be sure to uh, enjoy yourselves. You do have Thanksgiving Eve, so enjoy it. Make good choices. Don't do anything stupid. Get a ride home. Get an Uber. Busiest night of the year for partying. It is. It certainly is. And that's mm-hmm. odd because usually you would think New Year's Eve would be the, the Correct. party. So. Correct. Correct. Matt, I'm going to throw a little 180 here. I love and it. And I know we are talking about Thanksgiving. But I'm going to talk a little bit about Christmas today on the podcast. Uh, well, it still is the Christmas <laughs> season, so correct. Uh, this, is, this is acceptable. Uh, so, Matt, I was, I was digging through the internet, and I found uh, Georgia just has something against Elf on a Shelf uh, that they actually made it, I don't want to say a joke, but made it a point uh, to release a statement on the Georgia judge's Twitter page. Uh, So Cobb County Superior Court Chief Judge Robert Leonard posted a mock order on Twitter, uh, which was this past, so this episode this last week, uh, banishing these elves on a shelf. Tired of living in elf on the shelf tyranny? Not looking forward to the elf forgetting to move and causing your kids emotional distress? I'm a public servant and I will take the heat for you. My gift to tired parents, Leonard tweeted. So they just canceled off on our shelves? It, jokingly. Like, you know how they oh. always say, like, oh, like air traffic control, you know, all the plans are out because, uh, you know, Santa Claus is coming to town and they got to make airway and something like that. I, I don't right. know, I'm not an air traffic control, but this was a mockery about 
Elf's on a Shelf. Uh, so according to the holiday tradition, if you don't know what Elf on a Shelf is, you may have heard of Elf on the Shelf before, but have you heard of... <laughs> That's a TikTok meme, if anybody didn't know. Um, for those who didn't get it, are probably like, what? what? <laughs> I, I understood. Um, thank you. If that helps. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Uh, elves are hid in homes for weeks before Christmas and report back to Santa on who's been naughty and who's been nice. The elf dolls are supposed to move to different locations each night. Um, it says, given the risks of such emotional damage and supply chain issues caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, the judge wrote that he had no choice but to banish elves from Cobb County. He did not make an allowance for parents who don't feel overwhelmed by the, quote, elf-on-the-shelf tyranny writing in this tweet. If you love your elf, keep your elf. No contempts. I never did elf-on-the-shelf on the kid, as a kid. Right. Um, so I don't have a strong attachment to this, but I know, like, a lot of kids go, like, crazy for it. Um, I guess, I don't know, do you think this is funny? I, I mean... It's a typical crisp, like typical holiday season joke where you know somebody inserts themselves into the holiday season. Uh, you know, I, I I more or less don't want to talk about this judge, give him okay. the spotlight per se. I just want to kind of talk about Elf on the Shelf. I it's think weird. It's weird. Okay, and- cool. <laughs> Glad we're right, on the same moving page. Moving on to the next topic. <laughs> no, I just I don't understand it. It's a really sad excuse for kids to be nice, like and. I hate to call it for like I hate to call out the parents who use Elf on the Shelf, but I'm going to call go it off now. King. Go um, off King. The fact that you have to use a toy, uh, a a stuffed toy, to get your kids to do the chores, um, do things that are nice. Uh, you know, it, it's not that's not the point of of Christmas, and it, it goes down to the bottom root. Like that's not the point of Christmas, like or that's not a point of the holiday season. Uh, so for you to have an elf on a shelf or wherever else you decide to locate it and that, come on, you guys are parents. That is more freaking work for you to move around an elf in your entire house. I'm sorry if any kids are listening to this podcast, elf on the shelf isn't real. Your parents move it the, every damn night that you go to sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. If now, Santa have- Claus uh never mind <laughs> if we have kids listening to this podcast we have bigger issues my friend okay file a complaint to hr <laughs> um yeah i mean it is a lot more work for parents like unnecessary work like i i don't know how many times i've heard people say like oh i almost forgot to move the elf on the shelf this morning like just what's the point of it it's not i don't get it and like you would just put them in weird places and the only funny videos of the not uh, kind of funny Right, yeah, it was like the the parents are like hanging from the ceiling fan. <laughs> Have you ever seen that one? <laughs> yeah, and like the final day, <laughs> or like if the kids are bad, it's like, well, elf's gone. Um, <laughs> that, that that's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I just I never got the appeal of it. Maybe it's because uh, did your parents ever do this with you? They didn't do the elf on the shelf. We did, you know, the milk and cookies. Um, right. You know, we did those things. At one point, I think we actually placed a beer um, because I was curious to see if Santa uh, yep. was going to drink the beer. Um, he did. <laughs> did you guys Did you guys do uh, uh, carrots for the reindeer? Uh, yeah, we did feed. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how, how set up this was, um, but we put out specific uh, deer feed um, that was meant for the reindeer. Like, this was like, I don't want to call it branded deer. Uh, 
deer uh, feed, but it was branded. It's like, oh, like, you know, keep keep the reindeer energized. And so we put it out the night before. I walk out in the morning, and there was actually a horn. Um, there was actually, like, part, like, an entire set, like, completely removed from the deer's head. Um, it was, I think it was a three-pointer. Like, it was a three-point. Yeah. And it was just, it was one strand of it. Like, so assuming that he only had it on the other side, too, but it was just the, the horn itself. Um, it was a three-pointer. And, and you never thought, like, what happened? I never thought, like, I think the set, like, I thought it was, like, I'm I'm a little, like not confident about it because i thought my parents set that up um but then i also think that it actually happened um like to this day you think it happened i to this day i think it happened because you think you think a reindeer came in the house and left his antlers matt it was outside mike matt it was outside it was literally out in the woods (laughs) yes you think you think the Christmas spirit just magically happened to put antlers by the, by the feed? Sorry, I should give a little more context here. Am I confused? You are very confused. Okay, okay. We used to actually feed our deer that would come out onto the property. Okay. So that's why I feel like it's believable because it was very frequent that the deer would go out and, and get the feed that we would put out during the night. Okay. So that's that's why that's a little more believable. Not not, I was like, okay, my parents were like one random day. Let's put out reindeer food in order for the reindeer to help out. Like this was very consistent. Like every day we used to spread we used to spread feed in the backyard for the deer to come and eat. So it was just very ironic that we put out reindeer food along with the other feed that was put out. And we got a reindeer horn, not reindeer horn, a a horn from a buck. Um, and it was a baby buck, just considering the size of the, the antler that was there. So that's why I believe it. Not okay. because we put out some random day. We're like, oh, let's just throw out some reindeer right. food. Like, I was going to say, uh, buddy, very... we got to have a talk. <laughs> was there any blood? No, no blood? No. Hmm. And typically, okay. I mean. Uh, right. They don't, I don't know. They don't bleed when that happens. Have you ever went hunting? No. Now I'm seeing. I under, I know. I know that. <laughs> an, I know they don't bleed when the antlers come off. I just didn't know if like I someone see. shot a shot a deer at like four o'clock on Christmas morning on your property. That's what I was concerned about. Don't think you're allowed to do that, Matt. I understand that. It still happens. <laughs> it does. Not allowed to do a lot of things, but that's why prisons exist. <laughs> so so yeah, I, that that's something that I still I I probably I will, I'll have to ask my parents because. No, don't ask him. I'm going to say it was 100% real. Okay. That's where we're going to go. <laughs> I, will, I, I will possibly make this a highlight for our social media, and my parents will watch it, and, she, and they'll probably be like, you know, you do realize that we set that up, right? <laughs> do me a favor. If that's true, if they did set it up, don't tell me. Don't, don't tell me. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I'd rather not know. <laughs> I'd rather not know. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, I think by the time you got older, you started to realize the, the meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's just say Santa's elves really didn't care and like was mm-hmm. helping set up for the next day and right. he saw it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why they always, that's why mom and dad was like, all right, time to go to bed. It's, uh, you know, Santa's got to come and he's coming a little early tonight. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, what, 
Well, uh, after Santa would come, like my mom would help. Okay, whatever. Santa's not real. Um, oh, spoiler alert. Oh. Whatever. Listen. You didn't say again. it. You didn't say spoiler alert. You said it, and then you said spoiler alert. Uh, yes, correct. Again, <laughs> I think I think a hundred percent of the people listening to this podcast know. Okay, fine. I hope. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever. Did I just ruin Christmas for everybody? Yeah, I guess so. Oh well. Um, but no, my mom would be up till like four a.m. wrapping presents. Oh, she'd be wrapping them that night. Oh, she wraps them oh. Christmas night. Yeah. To this day, wraps on Christmas night. Wow. Yeah. Go, Mom. And then we'd be up at like seven. <laughs> That's so, why Mom and Dad math. always say you need to have coffee before you open presents. <laughs> and you know what? Now I'm at the age, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to open my presents until I get some coffee in me. <laughs> yeah. How are the turntables? Oh, how are the turntables, my friend. Yikes. So yeah, I Elf on the Shelf, I, you will never, well, I will say this recorded, published, so that way, 30 years down the road, mm-hmm. when I possibly am married and have kids, mm-hmm. I can revert back to this podcast and say, I will never do Elf on the Shelf. I'm not going to make that claim, because I don't know. I'm going to make it. Uh, but, okay, good for you. I would prefer <laughs> not to do Elf on the Shelf. Now, there is a really cool tradition that, that I would like to include um, that, that Jenna's family actually does. Um, and you set the tree, like you decorate the, the Christmas tree and all that. And Jenna's mom has a pickle ornament. Oh, yes, yes. April's family to, does this. You have to find the pickle. And if you find the pickle in the Christmas tree, you win a, you win a extra gift or a prize per se. So... Yeah, it's, uh, that's a really cool tradition that that I wish I had as as growing up. So, yeah, April's family does the exact same thing. It sounds awesome. It's yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a fun tradition. So one thing uh, that that Santa still does for us, um, yeah. right? Um, <laughs> he uh, sometimes we'll get like a box and we'll unwrap it, and there's just the note, and the note will say like "Look in the oven," and we'll go to the oven, and there's another. The oven's not turned on. Uh, we'll, we'll open the oven, <laughs> and there'll be a president there. Or like it'll say, like, go to the closet in the basement. We'll walk down to the closet in the basement. There's another present. Easter Bunny actually does that, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. My yep. parents. And there's a collaboration. I don't know. <laughs> Collab. <laughs> my, my, uh, when I was a kid, um, my presence as an only child, because, you know, mm-hmm. the only child at the time. Uh, would all be addressed from mom and dad, but then there'd be one present that'd be addressed to old St. Nick, jolly old St. Nick himself, Santa Claus, uh, to the point where he had to write letters, <laughs> like actually had to write a letter. <laughs> um, very neat handwriting, similar to my mom's. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that would be like the get, like my, par- my parents would tell co- confidently to Santa that this is the gift that Mike wants. Like, I could have opened up 20 presents. That would have been the one I would probably be holding on to, playing with, or using the most on Christmas Day. So, that's that, awesome. that was how, that's how, it, and then now it's just written, uh, I think, Mike, Trent, Philip, and it's in Sharpie on all the presents. <laughs> hey, Santa's, Santa doesn't have as much time as he used to. Yeah, Santa, yeah, yeah, he had to downsize during the pandemic, so, mm-hmm. you know, there was a yep. bunch of layoffs and furloughs. Yeah. El- there's an elf shortage. <laughs> there's an elf shortage. <laughs> yeah. 
it's tough oh man we haven't really talked about i mean we can talk about it after the pod or sometime when we have our next business meeting we we haven't talked about what we're doing for christmas this year again it's coming up yeah i was just gonna bring that up this week (laughs) oh this week we're gonna have business meeting okay great Uh (laughs) well matt speaking of bringing things up i tend to find some really unique headlines and Mm -hmm. uh there's some that have been really weird there's some that have been weirder this one, I think, is the weirdest of them all. I love it. Um, I can't wait. So strap yourself in. I'm going to go. I'm going to read the entire headline. You clicked in? Click it or take yep. it? Yep. <laughs> I'm going to read the entire headline. We're going to break it down piece by piece. Oddly enough, Matt, it relates to college football. <laughs> love it. So you ready to hear this? I, I don't know, but give it to me. <laughs> so the headline from Daily Mail was... Stripper called Pole Assassin, who hooked up with Longhorn's coach shortly after he left his wife and three kids, defends her emotional support monkey after it was accused of biting a child at a Halloween haunted house. This has been my favorite story of the college football season so far. I love, I love that we're talking about this. And you're welcome, because uh, this is entertainment. <laughs> yes. Where do you want to start? Uh, stripper called Pole Assassin. Yeah. Uh, so, that might be the greatest stripper name in the history of the world. Pole Assassin. You can't get better than that. You just can't. So her real name, Danielle Thomas. So you're like, wait, what? Uh, is so Pole Assassin is the owner of a seven-year-old white-faced capuchin monkey, Gia. Gotta have a cool name for the monkey. Is, is got, Gia not got, cool enough? I don't, I don't think that's a cool monkey no, name. No, you don't no. think a cool monkey name? No. Okay. Anyway, so, Pole Assassin's boyfriend, Jeff Banks, who was a University of Texas football coach, is believed to have left his wife, Corey, and her three children for her. So on Halloween, go ahead, Matt. That's tough. That's tough. I mean, (laughs) leaving your wife and kids for a stripper named Pole Assassin is a tough look to come back from, to start (laughs) off, let alone this whole story. So the question that I want to know, and I I haven't, I didn't dig, I mean, I dug deep enough reviewing the article. I didn't want to search more. I actually was reading this at the dealership when I was getting my car serviced. Awesome. So, very, so the Wi-Fi that's at the dealership is probably like, what the frick is this guy looking yep. at? I get a call from the FBI. Worse than Pornhub. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> which I would never do. Or can't even right, never. Us. Nope. I don't even know how to get <laughs> to that website. <laughs> um, so the question that I want to know is, did Jeff meet Pole Assassin? On like a dating app or like on the street at an event or did jeff meet pole assassin at the strip club that's what i want to know so i actually weirdly hope he met her at the strip club just so that he wasn't on like dating apps while he's married um we've seen worse we have that's also a tough conversation hey honey we have to get a divorce. I'm in love with a stripper named Pole Assassin. I'm in love with the stripper. <laughs> yeah. I also really need to know how she got the name Pole Assassin. I don't, want, I, don't really, I don't want to find out, <laughs> but 
like I'm not gonna search it myself. If someone wants to send me that information, not gonna not gonna not take it. <laughs> I will not deny that information. Yeah, I, could you imagine finding? So let's just say in the scenario, like they met like on the street or like you know dating apps or something like that. Oh, like what do you do for a living? Both of them, both sides. Oh yeah, I'm a head coach for the University of Texas football. <laughs> And she's like, oh, I'm a stripper. <laughs> like, the co- the awkwardness between that conversation occurring, I cannot even imagine what it would be like. Apparently it wasn't that awkward. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so getting back to the story, on Halloween, Thomas invited neighborhood children around to her home to explore the haunted house in her yard. Still very questionable how, and I'm not, I'm not dissing strippers. I've seen them on TikTok, see how much money they rack in on a given night. Are you on um, stripper TikTok? I'm not on stripper TikTok. It's strip talk. <laughs> Could you imagine there was such a thing? Listen, I, it goes against community guidelines. We've all we all seen how right, correct. TikTok community guidelines are. <laughs> correct. That's a fact. <laughs> um, still very curious about this haunted house in the backyard. So a child apparently went out of the party area and into the backyard to where Gia lived in a cage and the monkey bit her. Thomas angrily defended her, quote, emotional support monkey on social media, but then deleted her accounts. Second follow-up question. Yep. How is an emotional support monkey in a backyard in a cage? Now, that is a wonderful question. I, listen, I'm no doctor. I'm no person who prescribes emotional support animals. But the emotional support animals I have at least understood and, and know with some of my acquaintances... It's not locked up in a cage. It's usually with you most of the time. Yeah, it's because it's supposed to provide emotional support. Right. Not not sure. Now, maybe they just put it in the cage because the kids were coming? Um, See, that's still an argument I'd make. Like, Yeah, that's a fair argument. Because if it's an emotional support animal, should be able to provide emotional support and not bite kids. Uh, also, the cage was just kind of pointless. Yeah. I mean, it's still, still a bit of kid. <laughs> Um, also, I don't know if I allow my kids to go to a haunted house with a Mosul sport monkey. I don't know. That seems a little suspicious to me. A little sus. A little bit. A little sus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, continued on. This was a little filler information. Her boyfriend, which I'm assuming is Jeff. Yeah. Um, is currently rumored to be in talks to take over at Washington Washington State Cougars after their head coach was fired in October mm. for refusing to get vaccinated against COVID-19. I did not know that. Um, this guy, I mean, <laughs> what a time he's had lately. And then having a, How? First, first cheating <clears throat> with kids. Uh-huh. Even though che- cheating just period is not good, not cool, but like no. it, it just gets no, worse we, when we, there's kids we, involved. We disavow we do. We yep. disavow. We what do we disavow? We disavow cheating. Uh racism. Racism. Um uh we've disavowed a lot of things. I can't think of it all. That's true. The two wow. biggest ones we disavow racism and, and cheating. I think we disavowed terrorism. Yes. Sounds right. Yeah. Yes. And we disavowed uh drunk driving last week. Drunk yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's something else. But anyway. I, it probably is. Some random one where you just yell disavow. That's <laughs> um, you know, I 
if you if if Jeff wasn't the head football coach, I think this story would have never surfaced at all. Oh, I think I think this is absolutely a story made for Twitter. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Well, of course it is. A I, stripper named Pull Assassin's Monkey bites a kid on Halloween. That's that's absolutely making headlines. I don't think it's as popular. I think his his fame helps him a little bit. My question. Oh, you have another follow up. You're you're on the the board of direct. I don't know who hires the head football coach for Washington State University. Does this um, have any any impact on hiring him? This story have shouldn't. have any impact? It shouldn't, but. We all know how biases are. Biases. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it's tough. I, it, a hiring scenario like this is very challenging. Um, but I, I sorry. Uh, but with, I would say my counterpoint is if they focus more on the monkey being bit. Okay, understanding that that was a scenario that happened. Okay, fine. But if the the hiring committee is getting on the fact that cheated with his wife and kids that that is a liability and could possibly face legal charges if they don't decide to hire him based on that fact right it's integrity and also how much extra noise is he's going to bring when he goes to washington state like how how much of this distraction had an actual effect on the football team we don't know that you can't really measure that but that's something that they're probably going to have to consider yeah no i mean that's it I don't know. Maybe the monkey can be the the mascot. They can change. They have to interview the monkey (laughs) for questioning. (laughs) Be tough. Oh Um, man! I I think the moral of the story: no good can ever come from cheating on your wife with a stripper named Paul Assassin, who has emotional support with with an emotional support monkey that lives in a cage in the backyard during a Halloween party. During a Halloween party. (laughs) <laughs> at a haunted house <laughs> i i love this story so much i love I, it i i read the headline and i'm like oh my god i said matt probably knows about it doesn't yes. feel like he can insert it in his sports topics because it's it's very not sport related. i just forgot if we're being completely honest i really wanted to talk about it and i just forgot <laughs> so yeah and uh it's into the the podcasting sphere and the podcasting world of the airwaves of the funny business podcast in the world beyond so i'm also um, just really mad at the name gia for a monkey you pick a cooler name come on what would you what would you name the monkey i don't know i'm, I'm not in the business of naming monkeys but gia is just like that's a bland name in general i, I don't like the name gia um sorry for anybody and, and named for, gia listen to the well podcast. yeah sorry <laughs> uh just change your name whatever paul assassin uh, but right, well <laughs> Uh, but for a monkey, like you gotta have a cool ass name for a monkey, and G is just like I don't know, it doesn't do it for me. So if you had a monkey, Matt, what would you name it? In your own, in your own personal taste and opinion. Um, I'm, are we assuming this is a, a female monkey, or can Anything I just name any want. monkey? Any monkey? Any way you want it. That's um, the way you land That's it. tough. Any way you want it. So me personally, I I think I mentioned my my pet monkey, my stuffed monkey, Charlie. Yes. Charlie. I would, I would probably name it Charlie just for that aspect, because that's a personal attachment. If I ever wanted to pick a really cool name, man, that's tough. Um, Kong. What? Kong. 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 Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think that's 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 probably the best one we're gonna come up with. Lit. 
<laughs> there it is. Uh, so, word of advice, never cheat on your wife and kids for a stripper. Um, red flag if they own an emotional support animal named Chia. Monkey named right. Chia. And yep. uh, if they host any Halloween parties in their backyard. Because you never know what's going to happen to the children in the backyard. So, hopefully you all can relate to this story. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're actually going to be talking about sports with Matt. Let's say you start a podcast or you're running your own side hustle and have a bunch of links that you want your audience to know about. As a podcast, Matt and I have all of our social media, all of our podcast links, and other important things. Make it easier for your followers to find your important links, social media, and latest content by having it all in one page with solo.to. I'll be honest, I have used similar websites like this, but nothing compares to solo.to. All of your links are clean and easy to navigate. Have an upcoming video? It's really easy to make those changes. Plus, solo.to has opportunities to upgrade to include more customization, advanced analytics, and so much more. Solo.to is giving us a special opportunity for you to get 10% off if you create an account and upgrade. Be sure to go to solo.to slash funnybusiness to create your account today. Solo.to, it's the way to go. Okay, let's slide in the sports topics we have for you all today. Uh, let's start with the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in the NFL and the Detroit Lions. Uh, played an absolute stinker of a game this past Sunday. Uh, they both tied. Uh, for the record, if Ben Roethlisberger didn't self-diagnose himself with COVID, oh, um, he would. Yes, no, he self-reported his own COVID. Um, and this is not my own joke. Shout out, part of my take made a great joke on their podcast earlier this week that Big Ben just has a lot of injuries, and I think he's proud of his injuries. So their theory was that he was just boasting about his injuries, and it was just like, yeah, I have COVID, not knowing he wouldn't be able to play. Uh, Obviously, he, he did it for good reasons, because he had COVID, or he thought he had COVID. It's just funny to think that Big Ben's just boasting about having COVID, and he's like, well, you can't play now. Because <laughs> that sounds like something Big Ben would do. He probably has nothing to, to boast about anyway, so he boasts about all of his negatives. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, it's hey guys, Big Ben. He's not himself if he's not injured. Hey, guys, guess what? I pooped today. Yeah! You know what? That's probably how he walks into the office. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. The big story of this game, so the Steelers and Lions tied. Uh, shout out to the Lions. They did not lose a football game. They didn't win one yet, but they didn't lose this one. Um, so the big story, so ties in the NFL, they happen. Not very often. We usually get about one a year. Uh, and every once in a while, we'll have a player not know that ties can happen. Mm. Well, that happened this past week with Steelers rookie running back Najee Harris. Uh, first round pick out of Alabama. Mike, he did not know that you could tie in the NFL. <laughs> I don't know how, but he didn't know. I think it comes to those times where if it doesn't happen to you in a lifetime and you're not aware of it and it just it brushes over you then okay i can understand that but you're a high quote hired to professionally play football you should probably understand all the rules and conditions yes i agree with that i mean especially now like these stories come out all the time of guys not knowing you should know uh they probably get handed a rule book or they probably have seminars that tell them however there's no ties in high school football there's no ties in college football. Like he, he said himself uh, in his interview after the game, like when they went to overtime in Alabama, they 
kept playing until there was a winner. Mm-hmm. So, why the hell are there ties in the NFL? Well, it just it goes to we had a very long discussion with shot clocks in basketball. Mm-hmm. Shot clock doesn't show up until, in most cases, in college. Um, and even that, that's that's a 30-second shot clock. And then when you go to the NBA, it's 24. Um, there's no ramping up from high school to professional league. Um, and yeah, you're right. Why? Because then how does that, and you would know this better than I would, how does that affect the standings? And how does that affect the score? Like, uh, It's tough. At the end of the year, um, they count more wins than losses. Uh, so if you're, let's say, let's say the Steelers end with a record, oh God, 17 game season. Uh, let's make it easy. Eight, eight and one. Okay. If the Ravens finish at nine and seven, I believe the Ravens win the division because they had more wins. Right. Uh, uh okay. that, be, that so being said, um, you know, if the Ravens have like eight and nine, let's say the Ravens finish eight, and nine. I believe the Steelers win the division because they had one less loss, even though they had the same amount of wins. Um, yeah, I don't understand why there's ties in the NFL. Like, what is the soccer? Like, what are we doing? Is this is this the possibility that that we could? Well, no, there, there'd be no. I, sorry, I'm like I'm thinking out loud. I was like, well, yeah. what if what if something like that in the Super Bowl happens? Like, okay, what if- so okay, <laughs> this brings up my next my next okay, the greatest yeah, the greatest quote. Uh, every time someone says this in the media, it brings up Donovan McNabb. Okay. You might, all might know Donovan McNabb, longtime Eagles quarterback. Uh, I, I want to say like 2007, 2008, they tied with the Bengals. Um, and Donovan McNabb after the game. Now, McNabb was in the league, I believe, for a long time at this point. Yeah. Played in the Super Bowl. Um, he was like, well, I didn't know ties existed. And was like, no, what happens if we have a tie in the Super Bowl or in the playoffs? It's like, well, Donovan. Now, I'm going to excuse you from this because you're not a huge football fan. Well, Donovan's no, playing, played in the Super Bowl. Right. You know there's no tie in the Super Bowl. Right, but I'm playing I'm playing the I, – I, yes, I did play dumb. Like, obviously, like, it's the Super Bowl. There has to be a winner with the Super Bowl. But I, why make a stipulation for regular season games when it doesn't apply to you in postseason? Correct. I, that's the same time with the same thing with the overtime rules. Like the overtime right. rules are different in the regular season than they are in the postseason, which is mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, but if you're Donovan McNabb, you cannot admit to the media that you don't know you can't have a tie in the Super Bowl when you've played in a Super Bowl. When you played in the Super Bowl, that's yeah. one of the funniest quotes of all time. <laughs> um, but yeah, just just NFL, just get rid of ties. Just get rid yeah. of yeah. Like give yeah, get let somebody win. Like right. now. Soccer wise, since you brought up soccer, like mm-hmm. it's points, like it's points yeah. based. NFL, it's not; it's on standings. But soccer is based on points, so like a win is like three points, um, a tie is one point. I, I don't know the, the accurate numbers, and then a loss is zero. So the more points you accumulate, the better you are in your standings, and the better are you're qualified for cups and and championships. So I could see that being applied, but the NFL, it's. It's weirder because it's it's more condensed. There's less teams in the NFL than any other professional sports team sports organizations, mm-hmm. um, besides the XFL. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Actually, they're coming uh, back. This year. They are coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's very confusing that it, they this is a rule. Like, it, yeah, it's dumb. It dumb. Uh, you want to talk a little soccer real quick? This is unplanned. Sure. 
Um, I'm actually what? not not going to make fun of soccer. Okay. Um, the U.S. men's national team won a World Cup qualifying match against Mexico. Oh, thank God. So the World Cup actually, I believe, is in a month. It's it's soon. World Cup is this year, I believe. That was or is it spring. next? Or is it ne- no? It's during the next World Cup is in Qatar, and it's during football season. So maybe it's next football season. Either way, U.S. isn't in that one, but we might make the next one. So U.S. soccer might be back. Um, and the cool thing about this past match, uh, I believe the Mexico are they called managers? Uh, the, like the coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, someone on the Mexican uh, soccer team. Thank you. I, I don't know what I'm talking about, folks. Someone on the Mexican uh, national soccer team mentioned something that when USA soccer looks in the mirror, they see Mexico, like digging at them a little bit, like like Mexico owns owns them. Yeah. So Kristen Pulisic is like the big new American soccer star. Pulisic. He, yeah, Pulisic. He's. Uh, did you see what he did when he scored no. a goal? This he scored a goal against Mexico. Lifted up his shirt and his white shirt. Uh, it was written. It said "Man in the Mirror." <laughs> yeah, badass. That's badass. That I actually love... might. Go ahead. That actually might be what. That might make me watch a half of soccer. I soccer celebrations are amazing. Like goal celebrations, like and the co- the clock doesn't stop, which is even better because like it makes no sense to me. It's just not... it's absolutely it makes no sense. I'm not, I'm not getting into it. it. No, nope, we're not getting into it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, moving on, uh, we're just going to hit all the sports today. Uh, we're going to talk some basketball. Mike, NBA was just on something last weekend. There was the feel like there was like three different fights. The big one was Markeith or Marcus Morris. I don't, I think it's Markeith. Uh, they're brothers. Uh, fun fact, they were drafted back-to-back picks overall. And another fun fact, they were both on the Suns. They had a joint contract. Oh. Yeah, which was weird, weird then because they traded one of them away. It's a whole thing. Anyway, Markeith is now on the Miami Heat. Uh, they were playing the Denver Nuggets in Miami. Uh, and what happened was y- Nikola Jokic was just like dribbling up the ball. Uh, and Markeith Morris kind of came and gave him a little bit of an elbow. Um, we'll get into that. But what happened was Markeith just started to walk away. Jokic got up and just elbowed, shoved him in the back to the ground. Um, and then what the weird part was, like, the the players got close, but, like, there was no fight. I feel like there should have, like, you gotta have your brothers back there. Some, somebody should have swung. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then after Jokic got ejected, was walking off the floor, then Jimmy Butler starts yelling at him, like, meet me in the back. Um, and then, did you see that f- photo that had to be staged by the, by the Heat? Did you see this? So the Miami Heat, uh, the whole, st- uh, roster team was yeah. like in the hallway like waiting to meet the nuggets afterwards and they were being held back by like one dude that was like the most fake photo of all time <laughs> regardless let, let's break this down because there was a big debate on uh morris and Jokic was were, the, were they cheap dirty or both so let's let's start with morris because he kind of instigated it would you classify that as cheap dirty or none or both I'm it, it is as if you're watching a YouTube video I'm rev- I'm reviewing the tape. <laughs> I'm also going to need to review this as well. Um so to put it this way, 
it, for everybody on the, the audio form, what happens is Jokic is actually bringing it up through the court. It's very rare that you see a big man like Jokic, somebody like Jokic bringing it up as a guard. Um, so Jokic is bringing it up. He decides to pass it, but the thing that he does is he actually takes steps to pass the ball. Um, so Markeith, I believe, based on the the stance that he was at half court he was trying to defend or trying to deflect the ball i think what he didn't realize was that jokic was going to take steps like he's going to take steps before he throws usually what happens is you pass before you throw mm-hmm. like usually you set you either settle you either jump stop or you pass and then you continue on i think markeef wasn't ready for the fact that jokic was going to take steps and then pass which that was, if you see correctly, Matt, he tried going in and deflecting the ball. He, he did. Yeah. And really, I mean, to, to be completely honest, it, Jokic's elbow was pretty close to hitting his head as, as Markeith was trying to go in to defend well, let's the ball. Look at that. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I, I don't blame Markeith for putting a stiff arm out. Like, he could have gotten elbowed in the head, and that could have been much worse of an injury than that. So I can't say that Markeef. Now, the shit that they gave him, what was it, a $50,000 fine? And, you got a lot, of, a lot of crap on Twitter. Right. But you're, you're actually the first person that pointed that out. You were correct. Sorry. Because Mar- Mar- <laughs> no, you're, I'm glad. Because Markeef, when he... So I, I paused it. Can I show it on, on screen? I, uh... No, there you go. <laughs> okay, um, so he does. So I, I have it framed. So Jokic is is holding the ball with two hands, and Markeith does have his right hand up like this, like he's trying to block it. Right. And then you're right. Jokic kind of does initiate contact, but Markeith also does lean a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you because that you just enlightened me. I never really noticed that before. Oh yeah. Okay, so fa- we're gonna say Markeith was clean. He was. I mean, he now granted for. I mean, I'm I'm assuming I can't I can't relate because I didn't I didn't see the whole game itself. But something could have happened where an altercation could have occurred down at the post, something yeah. like that. But again, you have a big man who's dribbling the ball, um, who doesn't necessarily have skill set like a guard. Um, so of course he's going to be very unorthodox. Um, you know, it's like I said, it's very rare that a guard will take two steps then pass the ball. Um, and I think Markeith just wasn't ready for it. So I, I think Markeith is clean, which why I, I was so pissed off when I saw the video. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, he got ejected himself, and he didn't even go up and, and go after him. He's Well, the they brought a stretcher out for him. But, but still, like, there wasn't any sense of, like, coming up and, like, going to that. Now, Jokic was cheap yeah, and dirty. Yeah, let, yes, 100%. Period. Also... Jokic didn't even get knocked out of the ground. No. He, he barely moved. Like, if you look at the replay, Jokic got, like, took, like, two side steps to the left, and that's it. Like, you are a tank, dude. Yeah, you're probably upset, but, like, that was ridiculous. He, Mike, you know he got suspended one game for this? I, and, and that's the thing that annoys me the most. Markeith got more flack than Jokic, and Jokic actually pushed him with no... Com- I don't want to say no confrontation, but no competition for the ball. Like, there is yeah. no gamesmanship whatsoever of Nicole- Nicole Jokic. Like, yeah, I was trained, not that I was trained, but I was taught 
that if somebody was holding on to your jersey, what you do is you take your elbow and you put as much pressure on the arm as much as possible. Guy will never do it again. Put put your mm-hmm. put your hand in your shirt. This man just pushed. That's and that he also that was just like he also just like looked over him, like he hit him, knocked him on the ground. He's just like staring at him on the ground. Right. Like okay, cool, big man. Like you barely got knocked down, and you, you, you they had to bring the stretcher out for Morris. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Um, now. Here's the. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah, go for it. We always say the NBA is so soft. It is, and we always we it, it, correct, and we love like '80s basketballs because they used to get in fight and nothing happened. Yes, he should have gotten more. However, maybe the NBA's it's not no being as soft. Now, something like this. This was a cheap shot because Morris wasn't even looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had uh, Rudy Gobert and Miles Turner kind of got into it. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. A little bit. Uh, they they just got fined. I'm cool with that. So maybe the NBA is actually like, hey, maybe we got to toughen up a little bit. And I hate to be this person, but I think if if the NBA was soft and Markeith Morris was called on that play as a foul, and I think the altercation would have never happened. I think that's the issue. Correct. Like play didn't stop, and Jokic was so pissed off that he took it upon himself to let him know how he felt about that play. But then again. It, it would make a difference if Markeith Morris stayed in his face. Like, if that was the altercation. Like, if Markeith is... Wow, say mouthful here. Markeith Morris is... If he kept his stance and still gave him a stiff arm and mm-hmm. just looked at him, yeah, I, I would say... I would come up and say, what's up? But mm-hmm. he walked away. So, in my, in my thought with my explanation, that was just him trying to go for the ball. I agree, and, and Morris, both Morris brothers, are also the kinds of guys that if they meant to hit you, they would let you they would know you. they meant to hit you. <laughs> like they would be like, "Yo, what's up, bro?" That's like, that. Yeah, that's. I think that that is always. I remember somebody saying, "Like, if you're gonna foul somebody, you got to make sure you foul them that they can't do an and one." Like, yeah, that that is that is how. Not that how that is how you foul, but like that should see that no that should be a standard of how you should foul people because the point of fouling somebody is to not score and that was the point of you trying to go for the ball is not them trying to not score if you if they scored then the whole point of you getting fouled was pointless (laughs) correct i listen you 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 just crushed it i really haven't seen anyone make that argument so props to you hey connect is it connecticut or new york it's the nba officials like headquarters Uh, caucus Secaucus. Secaucus? Yeah. Jersey, right? Yeah. I'm available. No, I'm just kidding. There he is. There he is. Name your price. Yeah, name your price. I got it. I'll be that freaking guy who they always call in on NBA on TNT and just like, well, mm-hmm. if you take a look at the ball, like, no. Just going to be the new Steve Javi? <laughs> be like, well, if you, see, if you see the ball steps out of bounds. Thanks. Like, I can see that from my TV. They don't call me for that. <laughs> Just, just, get, just, just, just give, me, give it to me straight. <laughs> really? Uh, speaking of naming your price, uh, we're going to talk some Major League Baseball real quick. Um, so, we, yes, the Yankees have sucked this past year. Uh, Mike, I'm happy to report that it seems like they're going to make some changes because they are just talking to every free agent. They are calling teams left and right for their star players, and it seems like they're actually going to make a difference. Uh, some of the names they've talked to, there's five... Big major free agent shortstops. They've called all five. 
They've <laughs> talked to all five. Not that they're signing all five. No. But they're getting one of them. Uh, a tough pill to swallow, we can talk about this quick, is Carlos Correa. Who, um, sorts off for the Houston Astros. That would be a tough one. Because he's a, he was a Houston Astro. However, he's a really good freaking player. Um, did you see what he said about Derek Jeter today? Oh, no. Oh, no. Something about, something about his gold glove. I remember seeing mm-hmm. a side-by-side comparison. Yeah, so Carlos Correa said that Derek Jeter did not deserve a single gold glove he wore one in his career. <laughs> so if the Yankees end up signing Carlos Correa... Oh, it's going to be Aqua I don't think I don't <laughs> think they're going to sell a single piece of merchandise. Nope. <laughs> but again, I think after we would see him play for two months, be like, okay, we can put it aside. Um, they've talked to Freddie Freeman, first baseman from the Braves. Uh, they've called the A's about their star first baseman, Matt Olson. Uh, they've talked to the Pirates about their star center fielder. Justin Verlander has been a name thrown out there. Jeez. So it seems like the Yankees are just going to be spending $300 trillion this offseason. Name, name your price, baby. That's it. Yeah, pretty much, which is, you know, maybe maybe uh, George Steinbrenner is back. Maybe his spirit has has touched his sons, or son. Okay. I, I forget which one is, is still owning the team. Well, one of them passed away. I think Hal passed away. I think Hank is still around. And then Brian Cashman, obviously, is still the GM. Uh, but it seems like the Yankees maybe don't care if they pay the luxury tax. For those that don't know, so there's no real set salary cap in Major League Baseball like there is in the NFL and the MLB, or in the NBA. But what Major League Baseball does is they have a luxury tax. So let's say the luxury tax is $250 million. So if you spend $190 million on your team, you don't pay the luxury tax. If you spend above that $250, then you have to pay a certain luxury tax. Uh, so it's more of like a spend-as-you-will kind of thing. Um, Mike, this isn't just the Yankees' question. Should any team uh, be concerned or mind about paying the luxury tax if it means that they end up winning a World Series or two? See, I, I hate to, to, to put reality into this, but it, it's a reality that mm-hmm. there is a luxury tax. Like, mm-hmm. it's not something that's, like, team-oriented. Like, this is just straight-up, like, taxes. <laughs> that's, right. Like, I, I hate to, to consider it, but, yeah, you know, I, I think to, to, to kind of pose your question a little bit better for me to, to, to respond to, if they win a World Series, they could say they spent every penny, like, every penny well spent. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, that's on them. Like... And what, what more luxury tax do they have to spend on in order for them to get the team to a World Series? But then again, we always find out how ridiculous the Yankees are when it comes to, to paying their players. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always chat about the, the cap space of, of any team, any professional team. Um, you know, that's why you see a couple of great players um, that instead of, like, Bryce Harper for the Phillies. like. He's one guy that has max over, over uh, three hundred and thirty million something. Oh yeah, just just really completely obnoxious contract. But then you have all the Yankees who are distributing their wealth evenly most occasions. Um, you know, I, I think Yankees are in just a weird league of their own when it comes to spending. Yeah, and that's just I, I don't I, yeah. So it's tough. I mean, 
I don't think teams should care. I, if if they win the World Series, I think you can, like you said, you can say it was worth it. Uh, I think the bigger question is, should there just be a salary cap? Because let's take, for example, the Yankees have called the Oakland A's and the Pittsburgh Pirates about their star players. Two teams that cannot afford to spend even close to the, the luxury tax. Yeah. So when it gets to a point where they're not good anymore, and they know a star player is going to sign for a lot of money, they end up trading them for prospects. How, how fair is that, that there's teams that just because they live in a certain market, or because they have certain owners, that they can afford to pay luxury tax when other teams can't? Is that a competitive balance issue? Could there yeah. be a salary cap? It's, uh, these are all great questions, Matt. And I think just the, the, the simple question is, is, should there be limits? It, like, and I think there should be. Like, I think that's... It prevents the super teams. It prevents, you know, these obnoxious contracts that make it a little bit more enticing. Um, but then again, it's New York Yankees. Like, it's, right. you know, how... how and I think, I think it could work both ways because we see a team like the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think their, their total team salary this past year was like $50 million. So, should there be a, a, a salary cap floor? You have to spend a certain amount. Because, let's be real... If you're the Pirates, it's, even if it's $60 million, you can't build a winning roster with $60 million in today's day and age. You can't do it. No. You can't do it because there's guys that themselves, their, their contract for a year is $20 million. Yeah. And that's one <laughs> player. Like, like, yeah, they get a $100 million contract for five years. That's $20 million a year. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't cry and complain that you can't spend that much money when you're not putting any money into your team. Correct. I think it works both ways. But I also kind of like the uniqueness of Major League Baseball. That guys, players can kind of make what they want. And, you know, it's kind of a pay-at-your-own-risk kind of thing. I think that makes it unique. Um, and I, I, I think it adds a little spice to the, to the life. I mean, yeah, does it think that, you know, it's always the same four teams paying luxury tax? They're usually the Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers... Maybe throwing the Angels once in a while because they're in LA or the Cubs or whatever. Yeah, but that is what it is. I mean, we just saw the Braves this past year win the World Series. We've seen Tampa Bay make a World Series last year. They don't pay a lot of players. Uh, the Washington Nationals won a World Series three years, two, three years ago, not paying a lot of players. So it is possible. Uh, yeah. I think I think you just have to spend smart. I think that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And that will conclude the sports topics we have for you all today. It is time for a thrilling segment of Buy or Sell. Mike, I just, I, I'm jam-packed with Buy or Sell for today. Great. Um, so I am going to let you go first. Oh, I thought you were going to let yourself go first. No, I'm going <laughs> to listen. I told you I have a great story. Yes. Uh, so I, I'm going to save mine. Well, I'll keep mind. it short and sweet. So, uh, my cell, I'm going to start with my cell, um, is Zoom operation. <laughs> okay. Uh, virtual meetings. It is November of 2021, soon to be 2022, and people are still having problems using Zoom. Mm, Stuff that. Get some help. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It is so bad, and there's times where I'm just sitting there, just waiting until it gets resolved. Because I'm not hop, I'm not hopping into help. <laughs> that is not my job. That is not my job. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Zoom operation is just ugh. 
And I also don't like to where in the cell where people have their cameras off and like it's 2021 now and most if not all people's have their cameras on most of the time um and also and i should counteract with that i'm I'm gonna contradict myself people should have the right to keep their cameras off if they're in a meeting i i agree yeah but also like if it's uh, if it's a one i've had this uh the the little bit of zoom i've had with work yeah. I've had like a one-on-one Zoom with someone and their camera's off. Just call me on the phone. Oh, yeah. Just that, call me see, on the phone. See, that scenario, I'm... But if there's like 40 people, you can have your camera off. Yes, I agree with that, harm set. Classroom 100%. setting, you can have your camera off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Correct. I agree. That just goes to show that there's a lack of um, interest because you can't make your meeting, I'll put it that way, interesting. So. Yeah. You can't grab the attention. You can't make it engaging. Most or, you can't make it. Or, really or you didn't shower that day. Yeah, or you know, you just rolled out of bed. If right. you're still working from home, or right, you know, or your kids running around in the back naked, like it's right, just, can't have yeah. that. Right, correct. And Matt, my buy mm-hmm. is the Christmas spirit. There it is. On some occasions, there it is. Love to see it. Watch it. So. I went to a nice little coffee shop that's right down the street and like, well, I shouldn't say coffee shop. It's, it's, it's a, it's a bakery. It's a coffee shop. Like it is, it's real bougie as the kids would say these days, it's real, okay. really bougie. And like they had cinnamon buns, they had macarons, they had muffins, they had cookies mm-hmm. and they were playing Christmas music. And I like, like you, you feel like you have those like out of body experiences, but like kind of like, those ones where you kind of like are plant like your feet plant and you're still in your body but like you're just observing like your senses just like crank up to like a 13 yeah there's christmas music playing and i'm like this isn't that bad right in the bakery right matt Mm -hmm. i'm i'm giving you an inch you're giving me a yard here relax (laughs) so I'm okay with Christmas music and the holiday spirit in some occasions, but at work when there's no Christmas spirit yet, no. Stop that. <laughs> Do what makes you happy, people. I was uh Oh. Sorry. <laughs> well, I cannot wait to tell you after the podcast. Breaking um, it's news. about my it's about my cell and my cell, like my cell and Someone just texted me. Needed technological help. Uh-huh. <laughs> My ears were ringing. Your, your ears were ringing. That's so, a fact. Um, yes. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Tiger. All right. Uh, I have two of each. I'm going to buy the New York Mets never being a competent franchise. Uh, Mike, they have a job posting. Oh, wait, what? Uh, the job is associate analyst in baseball analytics. Uh, prior experience or knowledge of baseball is not required. Ha. Yep, that's that's the Mets for you. I do have to say that I did see a, a statistic somewhere that sixty percent of of working jobs required a bachelor's degree. It's now decreased to forty two percent. Oh. Where it doesn't, that's, nobody, it's not requiring a bachelor's It's interesting. But when it's, right, so if it's baseball analytics, though, you, you should know baseball. Yeah, well, 
Come right. on. It's the same as in, me, like same as me applying for an NFL analyst. Okay. Correct. <laughs> right. Yes. This is this common sense. Maybe you want them to know a little bit about baseball. Just a thought. Maybe. Maybe. Think about it, Steve Cohen. Maybe get off Twitter and maybe maybe use your brain a little bit. <laughs> um, I'm also buying Cracker Barrel. <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were going to say, I'm also buying crack. <laughs> like, no, Cracker Barrel. Crack, cracker Barrel. Um, yeah. So April and I went to Cracker Barrel this past okay. weekend, and I... She loves it. I mean, she was going bananas for Cracker Barrel. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, we can go. I did not have high expectations. It's fantastic. You've never went to a Cracker Barrel? No, I, I've been before, but it's I when I was like years eight. Ago. Okay. Yeah, years ago. Uh, so I couldn't remember if it was that good or not. It was awesome. It was freaking awesome. Um, I fantastic coffee. Did like, you play the game? Do you play the the um? They have like little games on the table for you to play. They, this our table did not did well, not have a game. Wrong Cracker Barrel then. <laughs> well, uh, great coffee. It didn't actually have flavoring. I just used cream sugar, but it was a great coffee taste. Oh. Uh, food was good. People were nice. I love Cracker Barrel now. I was pleasantly shout, surprised. Shout out to Emily Wenzel. She's a waitress there. <laughs> yeah, Not shout out Emily. But <laughs> Recurring guest. Recurring guest. <laughs> yes. Uh, my cell. Uh, I'm going to start off with shell, uh, selling car shopping. Uh, it sucks. Mm. Car shopping is not fun, especially when there's limited cars available uh, because of the chip shortage. Um, my mom recently ordered a new car that she might not get till Easter. Um, I don't know if I'm going to have to order a new car. I have, I have hope that I can get a new one soon, potentially this week. Uh, that's actually on the lot, but it sucks. Um, you know, I, I went out this past weekend to some dealerships on a Sunday. A little life hack for you if you just want to browse at cars. Go on a Sunday because they're not there. You can just only walk at, around. I believe only in the state of Pennsylvania, though. Oh, really? As I think that's only at, I think that's a Pennsylvania law. You might have oh, to. I didn't you, know might that. Have to you might have to th- okay. fact check me on that. Yeah, check your local uh, legislation. <laughs> uh, but it was you know I was thinking like okay cool I can just walk around enjoy the cars. Uh, the cars I was looking at uh, I went to a Honda dealership they had two of them. Uh, I went to a Toyota they had one. Hmm. It's a little tough. Really not fun car shopping right now. I know I'm I'm in the process of very early process of of my lease currently and they're like well like you could do this or do that but it all depends on next year i'm like okay give me a freaking chance like is it good is it not good like yeah we could be uh could be toyota brothers though yes potentially yes which would be cool um and then Mike, I am selling uh, the professionalism and integrity of the Catholic Church, specifically uh, the uh, sanctity of the sacrament of confession. Um, wow, do I have a story for you, but my friend. So, um, I yeah. very very rare, very rarely I add any unique scenario, but 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 Mr. Editor Mike, can can you add some like organ church music as Matt's talking about this? Yeah, please please, please do. So, um, so I have not gone to church in a long time. So this past weekend, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be at home for a little bit. I was hanging out with April later in the night. I was like, I'm gonna go to church because I, I I miss church. I, I miss going a little bit. Um, so before then. I was like, I'm going to go to confession. I haven't been to church in a long time. You know, want to take communion for the first time in a long time with a clean 
clean slate. So me and my brother went th right. That's right. That's what I thought. That's what, that's what I you're thought. supposed to do. That's what you're well, supposed to do. <laughs> correct. That's that's what I thought. That was I thought I was in for a normal confession here, folks. Oh god. So me and my brother went. We're sitting in the in the church uh, before the priest got there. And as I walked in, I looked at the door because it usually says what priest is doing confession that day. It was a priest I never heard of before. I was like, okay, whatever. So he walks in. He looks very lost. Look, trying to trying to find the lights in the little little confessional room. And he walks up to the door and he goes, sorry, folks, pinch hitting here. I'm new. I was like, okay, cool. That's fine. New guy, whatever. So he goes in. Guy before us that was there before us walks in. My brother walks in. Then I walk in. So I walked in, kneeled down. And I'm not going to give too many details. Oh, but you don't want to share with me what you confessed your sins? No. So I start off, you know, bless me, Father, if I've sinned, start naming off my sins. That was it's it. It's been, it's been. It, it has been however long since my last confession I've committed the following sins. So I said said what I said. What'd you say? I, I said what I said. <laughs> and um, I said that is all. I kid you not. My priest goes, okay. Yeah, buddy, listen. And I'm like, did my priest just yeah, buddy me? In the middle of confession? What just happened? I just got yeah, buddied by a priest in the middle of confession. So I'll say the one thing I, I, I did say was that I missed mass due to my own choice. Whatever. I, I was taught that's what you say in confession. So he, so he's like, was it more so you just woke up that morning and didn't feel like going, or like tell me a little bit about it? And it was I'm more so. And I was like, you. yeah, it was, which is fine. And I was like, no, it's more so I just didn't make the time and effort to go. And he goes, okay, that's a bit of a strange penance. But anyway, I'm like, buddy, <laughs> what happened to no judgment in the middle of confession? <laughs> like I'm telling you that I was not making a time and effort to go to church, and you're telling me that's weird. <laughs> what is going on? I think I got pranked. I don't you know if I was a real priest. You I called him out. I, listen. So not only did I get yeah buddied, but I got made fun of the sins that I confessed. And then I get my active condition, absolutely nailed it. No big deal. Not nice. not threat. And then he starts trying to finish his sentence and he's just stumbling over his words. Mike, he said the word sobriety like seven times. I think I got pranked. I don't I don't think I think it may have been a fake priest. Maybe you got punked. <laughs> I think I did. I really, I, I, when I, when I got up to leave the confessional, I looked around like, am I on TV? Am I on MTV right now? What is going on? How, how hilarious. I'm still cracking up because I, I will mention this, but how hilarious was it? Because before you went, you were playing Fortnite with Trent and I. And what yep. was the one thing I kept saying every single time you talked about confession? I, I was remember. referring to the TikTok meme, wake up, you sexy bitch. It's time to mm -hmm. sin. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if there was any influence with that. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I never thought I'd get yeah buddied by a priest in Holy the middle crap. of confession. Holy crap. The organ music behind that's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So that was my Saturday afternoon. I'm sorry. I don't even I, know if I can say I'm sorry. I don't even know what to say. I don't, should, I don't know what to tell people. I don't know. I don't know how close. Like, if it was a scenario by me, like my like in my hometown, like I would, I have a close connection with my my priest that's there. The that I would say, like, I, I'd be upfront with them. I'd be like, look, 
guy yeah bodied me which is something i would never expect a priest to have well, in his dictionary <laughs> how do i explain my priest what yeah buddy is though like, that's a tough conversation. What if he doesn't know what that means? Let's, uh, there was some slang inserted into our conversation that I felt very uncomfortable. Okay. I don't know if he was just trying to, like, relate to me because he knew he could tell I, I was think a he younger. was trying to. I don't know. It's just, yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough to come back from. I, I, almost, I almost just, like, didn't know what to respond. Wild. This could only happen to me. You should have responded back. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, then father. I would have, then I would have had to walk out of the confessional and and walk back in and be like, "Bless me, father. It's been five minutes since my last confession. <laughs> Sorry about that." Okay, father. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. Just. Yeah, that was my that was my experience. Yikers. Hmm crazy <laughs> yeah oh god literally mm-hmm. um well anyway that concludes another fantastic episode of the funny business podcast um if you'd like to confess your sins to us make sure you follow us on our social media you can find all of our social media at solo.to slash funny business mr matthew mm-hmm. on top of confessing your sins yep. what's your advice for this week um so i, I think i briefly mentioned this at the top of the show um so thanksgiving this is the last episode that will be released before thanksgiving uh load up on those side dishes people listen i love turkey however thanksgiving the thanksgiving dinner is made from the side dishes mashed potatoes Uh, I, i think we've talked about this though you can eat mashed potatoes during the year load up on that stuffing uh mac and cheese I'm a, I think we, oh, the last year, didn't we rank our side dishes? Did we do that? We kind of discussed about it briefly. I, think we did. I yeah. tried a couple years ago. I tried, it's not stuffing. It was, I'm having it this year again. There's another thing for st- stuffing. Filling? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the I'm stuff from the turkey. Yeah. That's yeah. good. I'm a huge green bean casserole fan. <sighs> Love me some green bean casserole. Uh, I recently started eating the sweet potatoes. Maybe I'll dive back into those. Maybe, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all about the side dishes, people. Mm. All about it. Corn. Corn. Can't forget the corn. Biscuits or bread. bread. Gotta have a good bread. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, maybe a good, a good, um, uh, what's the, what's those crescent rolls? Pillsbury. Croissant. Pillsbury rolls. Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but just enjoy your Thanksgiving meal. It's that's really what Thanksgiving, other than giving thanks. Yes, about watching some football, eating some turkey, eating some side dishes, recovering um, from a hangover. What, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dessert? Oh, I've had lots. I'm always I'm a pie guy. When yeah, it comes to Thanksgiving for some reason. I if I, I had to if I had to rank my pies, uh, number one apple, number two pecan, number three pumpkin. Mm, yeah. For show. No blueberry? Mm-hmm. Never really had a blueberry pie uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, kiffles are very underrated if you know what a kiffle is. Uh, if you, well, you're uncultured, uncultured, so you wouldn't know. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, those of us that eat kiffles are very cultured people. Okay, uh, we, we, we know dessert, though. <laughs> can only imagine what you send. And you can just say, okay, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, you're done. 
really yeah <laughs> just making enemies along you know the way. what i'm in the christmas spirit so i'm not going to make you uh bleep out anything this week oh great <laughs> i'm, I'm going to refrain from what i want to say because Thank i don't want to get yeah buddied again for my priest at confession next week everybody in the comments anytime matt well he doesn't know but anytime a sports segment comes up a end segment comes up or anything from Matt's live stream comes up, just comment, okay, buddy. <laughs> I, I disavow that. I, I personally disavow. Do not do that, or I will be very mad. I wish we had the influence to do that. But anyway, I'll stop the torture. And until the next time, we'll see you all in the next episode. Stay safe, everyone. Bye.